Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backyield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and it's been a busy last few days for folks in and around the United States women's national team. I reported on Saturday morning that the U.S. are set to hire Chelsea manager Emma Hayes as their new coach. That's all still going according to plan, and we should expect an official announcement from U.S. soccer, maybe even by the time you're listening to this. Now, why do the U.S. want Emma Hayes, and what does she bring on the sidelines? To help me answer those questions and a handful of others, I called up Chelsea expert Kieran Doyle. I don't know anyone who's watched more of Hayes' Chelsea team than Kieran. He's the guy to help us get acquainted with Emma Hayes. So, Let's get to it and talk soccer. I'm now joined by Kieran Doyle. Kieran, thank you for being here. Let's get right into it. Emma Hayes is going to be the next coach of the United States women's national team. Why did the U.S. want her? What makes her such a high-profile, successful manager? I think the U.S. Women's National Team is a very unique environment for a coach to step into. And I think we've seen over the years with a number of huge personalities that it can be very difficult for a coach to stamp their authority on that dressing room and on that pitch. And I think we saw with Vlatko at the World Cup that maybe he didn't have the stomach for the big decisions. And I think when we look at Emma Hayes, the thing that really sets her apart from anyone else in the women's soccer world is she absolutely has the stomach for the big decision. She's going to make the hard call. She's going to do it her way. She's going to be the one who leads the room. And that, I think, is the thing that ultimately drove her to the U.S. Looking specifically at her Chelsea team, where she'll be continuing until the end of the year over in the WSL, likely while taking over the U.S. during international breaks, how would you describe Chelsea's on-field style of play under Emma Hayes? The word I would use is flexible. Um, Emma Hayes is not a tactical ideologue who is in, in entirely committed to we are always going to play this way no matter what. She's very aware of the context of her players' abilities and the opponents. We have seen over her, her time in the last few years, Chelsea have played a back three. They have played a back four. They've played a back five. They've pressed high. They've defended deep. Uh, they've been very, very flexible in terms of how they approach opponents. In general, she wants to get in the team's faces. She wants the press. She wants to get going in transition. Chelsea have also been probably the best women's set-piece team in the world in her tenure. How do you think, Kieran, those things, so the tactical flexibility, some of the aggression, some of the set-piece stuff as well, how much of that do you think is going to translate to the U.S., a team that has, you know, obviously for the most part, an entirely different group of players outside of Kat Macario and Mia Fischel. Yeah, I think it. I think on one hand, it's going to translate really well, right? She plays very fast, huge in transition, excellent set pieces. If we go all the way back to 2019, that is the 2019 World Cup group is killing teams in transition, being the best set piece team in the world. Um, at the same time, I think she probably has a little bit better in possession ideas. And again, you have a lot of talent in in players to build in, in somebody like Naomi Gurma. You've got a lot of passing at fullback. Crystal Dunn, I expect, will probably stay at left back. Um, and the in, in possession ideas will mesh. What I'm most curious about is international breaks are not a long time to install new ideas. So what does that process look, especially when you're working at a club during the year? So I'm very curious to see what that process looks like. You mentioned some of the, you know, some of the attacking ideas. I'm curious, one of the weaknesses I saw from the United States under Vlako Andonovsky, the previous manager, is 
a real lack of ideas almost anywhere on the field with the ball at their feet, but especially in the final third, which is obviously the most difficult last bit to make up, right? It's the last bit of ground you have to make up. It's where the most bodies tend to be. From your experience watching Emma Hayes coach Chelsea, a team with a lot of attacking stars, a lot of talent, just like the United States, albeit with different profiles, what's your read on her ability to sort of instill some of those final third ideas to get a team to create chances on a consistent basis? I would say breaking down a block in the final third is, has been one of the weaker parts of Emma Hayes' tenure at Chelsea. Not to say that it's a weak. Chelsea enjoy a considerable talent advantage over most of their opponents. But I think one thing you'll see a lot is the use of fullbacks getting high and wide and overlapping to join the attack, something that the U.S. didn't do a ton of under Vlatko. Um, but getting the fullbacks joined in to cross to create those overloads in wide areas. The other is... Emma Hayes is very happy to mix in some direct play. If you're going to sit in a block, we're very happy to to go long direct in the air, scrap for flick-ons, and, and attack off of second balls in chaotic moments where you can't set up that block. What other shortcomings do you sort of see Emma Hayes as having? What, what problems do you think could be there for her and for the U.S. during this period of transition with her coming into the international game where she's never coached before? I think one of the weakest part of of Chelsea under Emma Hayes has been building through aggressive presses. The the solution very often has been we cannot play through, so we're going to go direct to Sam Kerr to flick on and attack off of that. And they've been very successful at it, and it works really, really well. Um, but I think you have seen that sometimes teams do a good job of denying that. And it's hard to separate whether that is a personnel-limited thing in that Chelsea do not have the most abundant of ball-playing center-back options, and whether that will change with the the, the cohort of defenders available to the U.S. Um, particularly, the other question is in defensive midfield, is what does that look like? Um, so that, I would say, is the biggest area for concern is, okay, when you're playing Spain and Spain are coming to press like crazy, or you're playing England and they're going to press you player to player, what are the solutions Emma Hayes comes up with? Are there any players, Kieran, that you think could now be set up to thrive under her for the United States women's national team, moving from the Vlatko era where you know, there were some some challenges and some strengths as well to a coach who's coming in with a different set of ideas? I think the most obvious one is the official who, who has already started to see some run, who has looked quite honestly much better than I was expecting at Chelsea so far. Her holdup and link game has been really impressive. Um, and I think Emma Hayes has, has played two strikers a lot. So if you're t- thinking about the U.S. going forward, like you have Smith to stretch teams vertically and you have Fischl to link things. I think that's a very natural strike partnership. Um, the other one that I would say is Sam Coffey, who I think does a lot of the um, – Emma Hayes hasn't played so often with a, a very orthodox sitting six who doesn't move and is like a, that pendulum – um, Andy Sullivan player, like that has not been a thing for, for Chelsea. So I think Sam Coffey is one who will benefit a lot from the kind of more dynamic midfield asks that Emma Hayes places on their defensive midfielders. That is Kieran Doyle, folks. There will be a link to follow Kieran down in the show notes for now. Kieran, thanks for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Tons of good stuff from you. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll be back again with more American Soccer Talk later this week. 